Who do you guys think of win in a fight between the Hound, Dario Naharis, Jamie Lannister before he got his arm cut off, and over Martell? We'll talk about that more in all things Game of Thrones on this episode of Geekathon. on your marathon podcast all things geek related i'm justin i'm mike i'm jake and i'm channing and this is our second half of the game of thrones season seven wrap up all, talking everything from uh episode five six and seven theories going into season eight uh da, 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 what else it's, um the prophecies and whatever bullshit expectations i think it's everything pros and cons pros and cons. yeah yeah we're not gonna we do watch. Not gonna go over every episode like a clean clean sweep. We're just gonna talk about the things we liked, things we didn't like, and what we could have did differently on our own uh, fan fiction, I guess. Mm-hmm. But before we start talking about that stuff, Michael, who's gonna win in this little fight? Probably Dario Naharis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going with Dario Naharis because you know, first off, we got Ober Martell. You know, he gets, you know, ends up getting killed by the mountain, you know, in, in the show. I know that he, everyone's going to be like, over Martell, he took down the mountain, yeah. but then he started taunting. But, I mean, who, who look at this fucking dude in general? This dude is a, you know he's a fucking taunter. That's just, it is what it is, you know. He was taunting because he had him, man. He had, he had the mountain he, he had against the rope. It was the, the fucking, fight, it was the, the old, mm-hmm. it was the old biblical fight of David versus Goliath, and David had Goliath on the ropes. David yeah. was on the fucking, he was on a tear, but he was also wanting to showboat and prove a point. Like, motherfucker, you killed my You're sister, not even, well, and you killed her two children, her two beautiful mm-hmm. children. I'm fucking you up for it. Mm-hmm. And it ended up costing him. So, he's... Trying to be like a fucking hero, you know. He's trying to be a hero to his fucking kingdom. All right. Yeah, so he if was. he's fighting fucking Dario Naharis, Oberyn, or uh, he's fighting the Hound and Jamie Lannister, the motherfucker hates Jamie Lannister as much. He's gonna be mouthing off a gear and fucking to you. He's gonna get taken out just because of his showboat. The Hound, he's pretty tough, but he's slow as fuck, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so either Jamie or fucking Dario could take him. You know, and then as far as Dario versus Jamie Lannister at the end, even a pre-fucking arm cut off Jamie Lannister? No, I don't. I mean, you, you saw what he could do against the fucking Ned Stark. He hey, he did good. He probably would have won the fucking fight. He's slow as fuck because he has a big old sword. Dario Naharis has the fucking Dothraki weapon. You know, and but dagger. That, you know, that he's being fucking said, fast. what happens but, if he catches a hit? He... He's, then he's going to catch a hit. I mean, he doesn't have much armor to back that shit up. Yeah, yeah he's but he's a hell of a lot hits. fucking faster than right, Jamie so Lannister. That's what I mean. You, you're he's, going he's relying off of, on his speed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, okay, when he fights the fucking Dothraki, the, the wind rider, mm-hmm. the dude on the champion of Marine. Yeah. No, no, he no. fights the champion of Marine or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. A, a big old fucking horse dude coming at him. He throws his dagger, kills the fucking horse, and 
so he he's not playing inside the fucking rules that Jamie Lannister does as a fucking king's guard. No, right. He he's a more tactical. Yeah. He he's a general. he's the most wild guard person on the fucking. I'll list, agree with that. You know. Yeah. So I, I'm giving it to Dario because we seen what he could do against thirty fucking dudes by Grey Worm and Jorah. There ain't no way anyone else is stopping him. See, yeah. As that's far my. As, that's so I give what I give it to Dario. Dario. As, as far as my my thing, like. I think it would come down to, believe it or not, I think it would come down to Hound or Dario. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I do feel like Jamie and uh, who's the, who the fuck was the other guy? Oprah. 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 <laughs> yeah, fuck. Uh, there's too many names being thrown around. Uh, no, I, I think as far as their skill as fighters, yes, I feel like they one v one, they would take the Hound every every time. Right. You know, right. realistically, like. Hound Hound does not have the uh, technical skills. Doesn't need him. He's a dirty fighter. That's why this is his advantage. I'm an old I'm an old uh, I believe in the yeah. old theory of size and power outweighs speed and anything else. The, the Hound is a dirty fighter. He's a big fighter, and he has no problem killing anybody. He's a relentless fighter. Yeah. So like you're saying, you're giving. Dario the advantage because of the Dothraki weapon. We already seen what that Dothraki weapon does against Westerosi armor. Yeah, but it he doesn't, doesn't have do shit. He doesn't have just the Dothraki weapon. He has a dagger. Yeah, a fucking badass Artemis fucking Antares See, fucking I, dagger that can steal your fucking soul. I think you know? I think Jamie gets caught first I'm, out of I'm, the, I'm, out of the four. I think out. Jamie's out first, just based off if if we base it off like does Oberon. <clears throat> primarily use a spear yeah okay so he's got a nice fucking reach advantage that that plays an important role towards him not getting taken out first that's why I'm going with this going down between the hound and Oberon that's my that's the bottom two whoever Oberon has the speed and the reach that's that's like the advantage that he has over the hound but the hound has his dirty fighting style and the size and power to out muscling but how many people but has Oberyn Oberon tried to go up against that can match both his skill and his speed and possibly even be faster than him? I don't know, because the only person I remember him going up against was the mountain. And, <coughs> I mean, he did work on the mountain, so I... I feel like the biggest matchup in this entire thing would be Oberon and Dario. Is this all going in... Uh, because four, because four they, they are very similar. Yeah, four, like a one free view, for all yeah, free or free one Yeah, wolf shit. Yeah. Uh, so if, <clears throat> and honestly, I don't think a single one of them would uh, team up to take anybody down. I think it would be two people versus two people, and then whoever the winners of that would be go against each other. I think that's how they would do it. Yeah, I don't know. I think every single one of these fuckers, all... maybe outside of Hound, has too much pride for that shit. Man, I don't know. Free for all. Jamie's going down first. He's the first to fall. The mm-hmm. four. After Jamie, I'm gonna have to say Dahario. <laughs> That's bullshit. I just see, I don't see him. I don't see it, man. It's just, it, yeah, I don't, he may have the dagger, he may have all that flashy bullshit, but he's not. He can't. He doesn't have the range and speed that uh, Oberyn does, and he doesn't have the assassin. power in the. He's got everything. I'm not. I'm not giving it. I'm not giving it to him. It's ah oh, man. I'm going with Oberyn and the speed. That's. I'm going. <laughs> Damn it, man! I don't know because I really like that. I think the Hound could do it if 
if the hound has the right angles. But it has to fall in the There's, right way. You know, it's it's it, going to be hard to get the right angles on two guys that are twice as fast as you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, th- I mean don't get me wrong. See, but and I think like, Oberyn, like like Mike said, Oberyn has a much as big of an issue with Jamie Lannister as he did the Mountain. So I would think that Oberyn would be dealing with Jamie while the Hound is fucking with Dario. And I'm I, Dario's losing to the Hound. Ten times out of ten, if you ask me. <laughs> maybe nine out of ten. Maybe no, nine. See, that's, but, that's the thing. Like, like Timing beats speed. <clears throat> I, I'm a firm believer in timing beats speed. And, uh, oh, what's the other one? Uh, something about power. Power and shit. size. Over, yeah. Um, over speed and agility. Yeah. But, like. In, in a in a scenario like that, like, yeah, you can be slower, but if you're a more skilled fighter and you know what you're doing, look, look. timing <clears throat> make more than makes up for a speed disadvantage. So like, like he has the Dothraki sword and he has the the special dagger, mm-hmm. but we've seen Jorah, who's nothing compared to the Hound as far as fighting stature goes, beat somebody with the same weapon minus the dagger. And minus the fucking skill. The, yeah, okay, but the I skill. I mean, like, but the skill. It's just it's it's you're talking about like uh, you talk uh, Dario's skill versus the the horse king or whatever the fuck that guy's name what Jorah killed versus Jorah's skill and the hounds. The hound skill is so much more superior. So it's like it's almost a almost like a push in as far as comparison and skill levels. It's the weapons and abilities. You know, like. Dario's faster, the Hound is stronger, and I think I think strength out beats speed in this. I don't know, man. That's like they're so all we'll find out with the final fucking yeah, shot man. on the you know top two. You so know, who's, right. your, who's your uh, Jamie and Jamie and the Dario? Front, bottom, <clears throat> bottom two. No, well the bottom two is Oberyn and the Hound. So it's Oberyn is last, the Hound is number three, Jamie's number two, and then Dario's taking. Now I'm home. going Jamie. Uh, Dario. Oh, man, I said I already said the Hound's gonna be second. So Jamie, Jamie, Dario, Hound, and uh, Oberyn <clears throat> are my. That's that's my. What's yours? What's your order and four? I gotta go. Jamie is the first one out. Um, but I still feel like it would go two v or one v one, one v one, and then one v one again. You know, three one v ones. But uh, I'd, it'd be Jamie. And it'd be dependent on who fights who, really. So thinking about it, uh, I I really do think Jamie would fight the Hound because they, I guess, they're more accustomed to each other. They've seen each other before, as opposed to the other two are kind of who, who's your top who's oddballs. Your but and what uh, is it? The, Jamie's huh? fourth. Yeah, Jamie's yeah, first Jamie, one taken out, and then Jamie, and then because uh, I think I think Hound. Would be able to scrap scrap out a win against Jamie. Just I, I know I, I know just based off what the show presents, Jamie's supposed to be more skilled, but that doesn't that only plays so much. Yeah, uh, you got so Jamie, and then the Hound would automatically be sent to the finals against the, who would win against Dario and Oberon, and I think that thinking about it, like as what they bring to the table. You know, you got Dario with his 
crazy ass looking sickle sword, whatever you want to call it. You know, I think I think that would give him the advantage. It based off being able to use that against a spear, I think would would give him the tactical advantage. He would be able to take him out because it's not uh it's not a uh normal weapon, I guess you could say. It's kind of a different it's type of weapon. It's unconventional. And yeah, it's unconventional. So I think he would be able to pull it off just strictly based off tactics as yeah. far as their weapons weapons use. Too and then fucking Dario. Yeah, yeah. And then so from there you got Dario versus Hound. I I don't think Hound's gonna have enough gas in the tank after taking out mm-hmm. Jamie. That's the reason he's number three on my list. Yep. The Hound? I, I just yeah. What I just don't think happened? he's number three on my list. He ain't gonna have the gas in the tank to do it. Dario's got the, the quickness. He's got the light armor. He's gonna have the endurance to be able to go on into that second fight and still be able to pull some shit off. I don't know. The Hound is a scrapper. You know he's strong, but I don't think they've really shown him be able to. <clears throat> have an extended fight like that mm-hmm. and no, not I mean, get gassed out. He had, he did, I mean, no, they haven't really showed it. He did go up against Brienne with a fucked up leg and that was a good, you know, four or he five He can take some crap. hits. Don't get me wrong. I think he'll take more hits than any one of them. He, uh... Jake hasn't even got to say yeah, anything. I'm waiting. He, you, uh, guys, you guys are just spouting. I mean, I'm waiting for... The Hound also did walk a fairly good... De- Distance pissed off in a rage, took out six men after they killed all those people building that uh, little chapel thing. Um, last this last season, season episode six, he was with John up there north of the wall and was on a pretty good rampage on that bullshit. So I mean, what kind of armor was he wearing? He was wearing just nothing, no armors on that exactly. But he was wearing heavy point. heavy cloth, which I mean, what does yeah. he prefer in a real fight? I would say, I'd guess it'd be a steel plate armor. Yeah. Which we like I said, man, Jor already told you the steel plate armor is what will fuck up the Dothraki army because they can't penetrate through it. Mm-hmm. The curved blade will get stuck in the armor and then they're fucked. That's why I think There's no leverage that's why on the I curved think the blade. The hound will over will be Dario based off of that. Is it Dario? Yeah, yeah. Dario uh, based off of that just that alone. I don't know. I See, you're like, helping me. I feel like You're helping my <laughs> argument for the way I've got it going. I mean, like you said, man, it really goes off of, like, who goes up 1v1s. You know, is Jamie yeah. going to go up against the Hound? I think the Hound wins that. Jamie going to go up against right. Dario? If you match him up yeah, differently, yeah, I, think I feel Dario like there would be a different that. outcome. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I don't know. It, I guess if it, yeah. All right, so I'm sticking, I'm sticking yeah. with what I said. You know, I think you guys are blowing Dario's cock right now. But <laughs> I think, it's, I think, oh, man, I think the Hound loses to mm-hmm. the to, to the speedster with the, with the uh, reach advantage. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that. That'd be because, hard, man. It's yeah. just, yeah. Jake, what the fuck is your say on all this after we've rambled on for Hound, sixteen minutes on it? Going from four to one. Mm-hmm. Hound goes down first. Too slow. His armor isn't really going to count for oh, shit. He's going to. He's going to. Who does? Who does? Who takes him out? Well, like you said, it depends on who gets the paired up. One of the best right. But he, yeah, he may be a good fighter Going against the three other. Going against the best yeah, top tier fighters here. There's yeah. no nobody's. They're nobody's all the weak. They're all the best of the best in their own regions. Mm-hmm. So you have a Jamie Lannister with two hands, the dude who almost beat one of the greatest swordsmen in history. Right. Okay. That's the baby. Okay, and he's got two hands. Okay. 
Debatable. Now, he's got endurance. The Duke can fight and fight and fight. So can these other two. The Hound gasses out five minutes in. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I Drew, feel like completely that's completely underestimating the now, Hound. Now, I, I don't want to underestimate I love the Hound. I don't want to underestimate him at all. I'd put him up against fucking anybody. Right. Okay. Well, I'm saying we, we needed he, another tank, you know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> He'd stand a chance regardless but of who he's going up against. He's going to, dude's going to run out of mana real fucking quick. Mana? Right. Okay. <laughs> mana? Yeah. And dude, I don't know. The motherfucker just carried a chest with a white in it up a set of stairs. No, he's a, a strong I mean, son of a bitch. And you don't I get think it. That wore him out? But yeah, then he still stood there, kicked the fucking thing over, and took this. I mean, yeah, that's a white, one white. It's not nothing it's, compared it's to not, thirty it's seconds not worth of carrying a box hey, up listen, some stairs. We don't know that. <laughs> and look, we, I mean, we've seen his endurance on the test. It's not like he's you know, fucking it's sitting not, back and smoking a carton of cigarettes a day. And you know, it's can't not breathe. his no. strength endurance that I'm talking about. It's his endurance with his speed that's going to kill him. Stamina endurance, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, that's just. I, I just, the dude's, he's gonna, he's gonna remain having those strong hits to the end. He yeah. might guarantee gas, you. but I still think. But he can he's still gonna be a lot. Slower. But he's gonna he's gonna gas out. Yeah, you can't you can't argue. All that. right, what's your what's your order? Look at the fight between him and Brienne. Right. He started. He get, they up. both. They're both Brienne big motherfuckers. More endurance than he did. Yeah, but she just kept she on going. Off a cliff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he was gassed out to the point he that he could barely he could barely stand up anyway. He was already fucked. By up. the end of that, he fell down that hill with nothing. He was just flapping like a rag doll. He couldn't stop himself. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. Hound's going down first, and Man. it doesn't matter who he's up against, in my opinion. Bullshit. Well, it does because that person would be the next one. Would be the next one up, but the... you got to think the other two are fighting. Yeah, them, they so they're they're We're fighting too, so they're probably going to gas each other. Right they're going to be mm-hmm. gassing each other at the same time that the other two are gassing each mm-hmm. other. Okay. In a way. I mean, In a way. Like a free for all. Yeah. So then it's going to come down to, okay, your next two. Regardless, you have two-handed Jamie Lannister. His armor. Okay, his armor trumps uh, Dario. It trumps Dario's weapons. He may be a badass. He may be fast. That's actually. But like point. you he, said, he put, timing, timing, intellect. You put Jamie. Yeah, you put Jamie up against Dario with that weapon. They both have, I would say, probably pound for pound on par as speed and agility. It's going to come down now to skill and what you're wearing and what you're using. I remember experience. what the saying was. And, and it, experience, it was, and experience. But didn't Jamie more experienced? No. No, they, they, no. Uh, all these guys, I'd say, are pretty equal on experience, but Dario, Dario, Dario used to be in the fucking fighting pits. That's how yeah. he's a free yeah. person now, is because he fought his fucking way out. He's basically a fucking gladiator, yeah, man. He is a gladiator. But all of these guys have gone from, at a chi- at childhood, and Jamie's they have been training, they have been yeah. fighting constantly. Yeah. All these guys. Maybe not so much. Okay, maybe Jamie lacks a little bit on that compared to these other guys because he was Based royalty. Off, yeah. He's royalty, but he's been in a lot of battles. Yep. The dude is, you know. He's had his share of fights. He's had his fair share. Battle he's had to fight for, he's he's had to fight for his life head. just like the rest of these fuckers. So. Yeah. Whatever. So who's, the, who's your winner? Jamie. Lannister. Jamie. Okay. Jamie Lannister. Right. He's the smartest motherfucker in there. All right, I so like Jamie. That's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> that's debatable. Yeah. The dude's a tactician to a T. The rest of these guys, yeah, they may have experience, but he's a tactician and with experience and armor. Whatever. And and the endurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, whatever, whatever. 
Alright, so <laughs> sometimes at Dario one. We ought to do some some other real weird one sometime where it's like mm-hmm. what if what if these people that aren't really good fighters were good fighters, you know, based <laughs> off based off their intellect and IQ, you know, like what if Santa was going up against Walter Frey? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> you see wheelchair bound <laughs> Brand Stark fighting Tyrion Samwell Brand, you know, like Oh, I don't know, man. Tyrion fucked that one dude up in season one with that shield. You know, when he saved Catelyn on the uh, on King's Road? Uh, when they got yeah, yeah. Fucking bla- blasted that bastard in the face and stabbed mm-hmm. him like 18 times with it. Mm-hmm. I just watched season one all over again before. I forgot all yeah, about this, that. This, 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 over this weekend, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened in season one that's like, man, it's just, I don't know. Go back and watch some of it. Like, yeah, like... Uh, Tyrion on the wall, pissing off the edge of it. Now we're just talking stupid shit. We're not even talking about the point of the episode this week. But uh, <laughs> right. Tyrion pissed off the side of the wall, and then John being like, "If you're going back through Winterfell, tell Bran I said hello for me." And then he goes back to Bran, and like at this point, everybody thinks that Tyrion's the the guy that tried to assassinate him. You know, that somebody tried to come and kill Bran, and Cat's gone to King's Landing to figure out who it is, and like nobody there wants a Lannister there. You know, and Tyrion has no clue. And Tyrion's like, here's a saddle plan. Just give it to your saddler and you can ride a horse again type shit. And he's like, everybody there wants to kill this guy. Or at least they want to kill his family. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's fucking, it's so crazy. And then now to, like, see where we are today. Twelve hours, maybe twelve hours left of of this uh, of this series. It's fucking crazy, man. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Six right. episodes left. So what we left off... On the last episode that we recorded like a month ago, uh, we did the first four episodes. Four? Did we do the first four? Or did we? Yeah. We talked about we talked about everything up to um, Danny burning the the uh, loot train, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we <coughs> talked about how Jamie. D- Jamie got tackled into the water, yeah. and there was speculation yeah. of who so did it. Like, it was Dick on, but it was, force, it was obviously yeah. it was Braun. Yeah. So we're going to talk about East Watch first. We're going to talk about what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it, and then we're going to go into um, Beyond the Wall, and then we'll finish up with uh, the, the wolf and the dragon, or the dragon and the wolf, whatever it was called. Uh, you want to start off with what we liked or what we didn't like? What we liked. What we liked? Mm-hmm. All right. Well... I'll start it out. Yeah, know. just like kind I'm of just gonna kind of uh, you guys yeah. Since I don't have the notes, let's kind of like teeter through. You know, like you talk about one or two things, I'll talk about a couple things, mm-hmm. Jake, and then you know just right. and then when we wrap up, you know, that's it. That's all I got for pros. We'll get into the cons. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Go ahead. Knock it out. <coughs> Sorry. The best scene of the entire season for me happened in this fucking episode. Hmm. It whenever fucking John. And Drogon met, and they bonded. Oh, really? That you know, <clears throat> that was the best scene of it, the entire season was, for me. It was an intense moment. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> by every aspect of the word, you know, right. like and, you and, could tell. <clears throat> like, I mean, if you weren't on the edge of your seat trying to figure out what's going to happen right now, then right. you know what, you man? Don't like Game of Thrones? I wasn't. That was there was there was right. no point in that in encounter that I was actually like worried or had any fear for John. Yeah, I mean, but like, what's going to happen? <clears throat> yeah, no, like I was just like, there's only been two other people b- before this point that's ever touched a dragon, and it was Tyrion, or that the dragons kind of gave a liking to. It was Tyrion and 
Daenerys, of course. But uh, like, yeah, this is one of my. I have this in, as one of my favorite scenes uh, of the episode. Anyway, one of the scenes I really like because when I was sitting there watching it, there was not ever the question of the fact that this isn't really happening. I was full blown believing that Kit Harrington is is put, petting a dragon. Like that's how believable the whole moment moment mm-hmm. was. And then it's like you know you sit there and. You take, you go back, you think about it. Like dragons aren't real, so this was never happening. It was that believable, though, to the point that the yeah. CGI was on point. Mm-hmm. The the motion of what you think a big big seven forty seven dragon would do with no front legs, how it would move towards a person, how it's like its attitude and its mouth and mm-hmm. like everything, the detail. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it, was, it was my favorite. Those forty-five favorite. seconds of just the most intense detail and, that you've and then, seen. And it's not even. And then, like, you get the point of view shot from Danny looking down, like, "What's going on?" Like, I have no. I, I can't see. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and then you drove on, move your big fucking head so I can see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Like that was. It was. Yeah, man. That was. It was some good shit. Yeah. It was. Um, and then you know she steps off and she's like, "Oh, they're beautiful creatures." Well, that's not. What, that's not the word I was going to use, but mm, right. yeah, like. Oh man, it was yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, I think that scene right there is it's playing into my end game theory, the one end game theory that I can't you know go into stop. yet. Well, yeah, I can't go into yet, but I can't stop. Like this is what's gonna fucking happen. Right? It just keeps you know? building up to it. Nothing disproves it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bring it up when we get into theories because I'm kind of curious what you're talking about. <clears throat> um, yeah. I don't know uh, kind of what theory uh, you could build off that. Right, like Let's I don't see. know some of the other shit that I like to like to. We had the whole Tyrion and Jamie meeting. <clears throat> Man, see, this this is one of the things I didn't like. There's, I have issues with it. But what did what did you I guess, what did you like about it? I just, I mean, I what did I like about it? Yeah, I guess, man, because like I felt like when Jamie and when Jamie and Tyrion meet, the tension between the two is so thick that you can cut it with a knife. It was really, really well acted, really, really well done, and like the emotions were shown very very well mm-hmm. but the the interaction was cut short like you felt like it, it didn't last like, long enough yeah like i wanted to see do you want it i mean like yeah i felt I like it lasts long enough i, I mean, wanted to see i wanted to see Tyrion convince jamie that this was the right thing to do mm-hmm. and jamie, we didn't get that it jamie might be, fucking it, hates Tyrion. yeah yeah and the thing is like we missed the thing of jamie realizing we need to do what Tyrion's saying we didn't get that on screen. Yeah, like, but it was kinda, it was cut short. I feel like that was an effect of like the speed writing that we've come into. Yeah, but it's like that's that's one of those interactions. This episode had a lot of interactions that I felt like were deemed too short or didn't give enough. You know, like mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of other interactions, but yeah, um, Jamie Jamie played this this role right, but then or the the scene right, but it's just I wanted to see Tyrion convince him. And we didn't get it. It's not Tyrion. I, I don't know. I, I felt like pretty much anything that Tyrion says, besides the fact of of not. I mean, since since he knows now that that fucking Elena, you know, killed fucking uh, Joffrey. Joffrey. Mm-hmm. I mean, disclaiming fucking what Tyrion has to say really is. I mean. Never had any problem with it before, you know. I mean, if he says something fucking important, you know, then he still killed his father. Yeah, yeah. And, and they they worked like, that hey, out. Like killed that motherfucker too. Right. Yeah, I you mean, know? and they like, worked that out, but it was like it was almost kind of cheap service to just be like, okay, I'll gloss over that and I'll listen to what you say. I mean, you you, 
you killed my father, but I'll forget about it and I'll listen to you. It's like, I still want to see. I feel like he's proven to them throughout the series that he, the things that he has to say are not stupid things, irregardless of Mm -hmm. what it is. But they're still, at this, at those things, man. Yeah, but at this very point in this episode, they're still on the opposite sides of the coin. One's fighting the other. Right. And right. it's like, yeah, I should listen to you, but you still killed my father, and you're still fighting for the enemy team. Mm-hmm. There's still like, it was like we stopped when Tyrion had him about 50% convinced. We didn't get that other, we didn't get that other. I mean, uh, it's just, it's, it's, and I think that's exactly what it was. He, he didn't have him fully convinced yet. Right. He did when he went up there and told Cersei. If he didn't, he wouldn't have said, we need to do this and we need to do that. And it's like, it wasn't just. Oh, Tyrion was here, and I think he you know, he said we should do this, but I don't think we should. It was like, we need to do this kind of stuff. Yeah, you have to take into account all the tension between them being family in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, yeah, I don't know. I just think I wanted more of what we got, and, and we didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Is that wind blowing the door shut? Probably. What the hell is Probably. that? Yeah, it's about the um, fucking thunderstorm warning. Right. Yeah, one of my I was just gonna one of my scenes that I liked and is one of the first ones because the very first scene I had of issues with it, but the the my I would say hands down the best shot in Game of Thrones history was Drogon perched up on that rock with the sun setting behind him. That shit was like a fucking poster worthy shot. Mm, yeah. It was. I think that's what it was. Supposed I mean, to yeah, I know it was. Yeah. And it was. It was it's fucking beautifully stim- done. Like yeah. it yep. was. You had this army in front of him that's about to kneel between, between to his queen or his mother, I guess, whichever, mm. whatever you want to call her. That's about to happen, but him just perched up like the CGI on his dragons this season were f- just it was amazing. I'll I, agree with that. It was they, like I got a lot of nice detail. Yeah, loved it. Even even the yeah. Night Kings. I mean, um, full length movie quality, if not better. Yeah. And then Absolutely. going into like the death of the Tarleys, I felt like Danny Danny gave them a choice. You know, hey, you you bend the knee to me, or you're gonna die. It's not okay. Well, I'll put you in the chamber. What's that telling the other guys that are back here that haven't kneeled yet? If if they don't, if she don't burn them. That's all right. She'll just lock us up too. No, it's either you bend or you die. Mm-hmm. And from this scene, I think the writers wanted us to be in the point of view of Tyrion as this was a bad thing. For me, it was right. it was the right thing. You know, it was like. I didn't get the whole, she shouldn't be doing this thing. And we get that later, like Varys and Tyrion together, that he's talking about it, you know. I think she was right, but I'm not sure if she's right. She burnt them for a reason, but I she's th- not her father yet. So it's like, you're supposed to kind of believe that she's teetering on this bad, bad queen, or mad queen, not mad queen, you know. Like she did go into a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't feel like, she though. she chose Tyrion. Right, you know? right. She's, yeah. still fi- she's still finding her way with this power yeah, exactly. that she has now. So. And I didn't find it, like, to be as a bad thing. Like, the, I, th- I, th- I think that they wanted us to believe it. But, yeah, that shot of uh, Drogon on the rock was. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. You could paint that shit and sell it. You know, right. like, oh, yeah. It was, it was good. If you could paint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you yeah. could paint that yeah. well. Um. Yeah, John and Drogon had that, and then then later on in the episode, Gilly dropping you know the the, the bomb of the annulment. Big Yeah, and man, I've I've heard all these people like, oh, Sam didn't pick up on this hint. Why did he cut her off? He, Sam doesn't fucking know. No, right. he. That right there, Sam wrote the fucking scroll. Oh yeah, I mean, he, yeah. He, he he transcribed them. Yeah, the yeah. Paper. That's another that's why thing. He, she was reading it because. He did all that. He wrote all that shit. Yeah, and that's another you thing. Know? Like everybody's like, 
you know, because in the next episode, Sam's like, I transcribed this. You know, I did, I did all this. And it's like, why? I've heard this argument, and I've seen it on Reddit, Twitter. I've seen it everywhere. Why is Sam taking the credit for the information he got from Gilly? Because that information that Gilly is reading to him is something he already transcribed. That's yeah. why he knows it. You know, it's not. He mm-hmm. didn't transcribe it on the way down to Winterfell. He didn't need to. He already knew the information. He's done mm-hmm. transcribing shit. Like, that's over with. You know, that's why he took the credit for it, because who's, he did transcribe it. Whose diary was it, though, that he read it? It was, a, ma- it was a grand master. It was one of the maesters. Yeah. One, uh, yeah. one of the old ones that died, though, right? Yeah, I mean, that yeah. would have been It was an old scroll. Old one, yeah. It was a really old scroll. Though. Yeah. So, but, I, I mean, I, I, like the, I like the scene of her, like, dropping that stuff and that information and, like, you know, Sam coming to this conclusion of, I'm tired of writing about successful men. I want to go and be success, a, su- mm-hmm. a successful man myself. Right, so, and, yeah. you know, from people that have watched it since his introduction into the series, I think the majority of just about everybody is wanting him to become that... Maester? No, not not or become a, but but a stronger individual. Yeah, yeah maybe, not, like, maybe not a fighter you know or anything like that, but just... A stronger individual yeah. that's got more courage and you know here's the thing with Sam set in his ways he, yeah. Sam you is know. a person Gilbo, that yeah. yeah Sam is a person that I think anybody can relate to at one point of time and since we've he's, had him on Game of Thrones he's very realistic like you can relate yeah, with him as, as being picked on at, at the Castle Black or you can relate with him on being able to raise maybe a child that's not his but he's raising it as his own you can relate to him as a person that wants to be somebody and learn something on their own or you can relate to the fact that you're not going to sit here and just be a nobody. You're going to go right. and be a somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. Sam is I, one of those characters that I like a lot from the show, and he doesn't. he's not done really anything as far as, like, what the show is. is you know, death and all the craziness that, that Game of Thrones mm-hmm. is. But, but he's, he's still one of the more interesting, liked he characters. He killed a fucking yes. White Walker. I know he did that, right. but I mean, right. I'm not saying he's been completely useless, but, yeah, right. man, he, like, I like that he, in this time, just, like, threw away what he was wanting to do what he was wanting to become mm-hmm. to absolutely like go do almost nothing you know like we don't know what he's going going to do right we kind of got an idea now you know john needs right. help fighting but, and i want to help him but i think there's still a lot that sam and bran i think uh, it's a, yeah fuck it it's a theory i'm going to get into later but th- and besides sam's that not done you know and sam no, not and he saved close. jorah well, yeah, man, man, see, and that's another thing. I was a con with this episode. You know, like, I wish, you know, like, Danny was like, Jora, how'd you get cured? Uh, Samuel Tarley, oh, well, I just burnt the fuck out of his family. And John being like, Sam, that's my friend. You know, it's like, that's my mate. That's my buddy. Mm-hmm. That never right. happened. You know, did I need it? No, it's been fan service. Really. It's just going to make, yeah, the, make Jora and Sam's reunion even better, knowing that they're on the same fucking side, always have been. If right. we yeah. get that reunion, it, it, it's coming. Yeah, dude, I don't know. You don't Jorah's, think Jorah's Sam, making you don't it think to fucking Sam's Winterfell going over there? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we don't know what's gonna happen. They could all get I fucked know exactly up. Exactly what I'm saying. No, you do. I've been not. thinking about this fucking theory for the last fucking six bloody years. All <laughs> 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 uh, right, man. That's all. The, that's all the uh, pros I got for this episode. It was fairly uh, just a really good story driven episode. Um, mm-hmm. I have. I have a Did few you cons. Have anything, uh, yeah. As far you, as pros go, any Jake, pros, Jake? Yeah. Anything that you just really that grabbed your ball? and said I like this uh well this uh, episode here East I mean I, I don't know I, anything nothing really stood out to me 
I just I, I enjoyed the whole you know start to finish kind of everything the way yeah. everything fell together. Was, I, was like, I, I mean, just enjoyed the episode. There was and, nothing crazy. And this is one. Of, this is the first episode that everybody was like, you know, everybody was before this episode was like, oh man, Game of Thrones. This is the best season ever. Of Game of Thrones. It's so good. This is the first episode. That everybody's like, I don't know anymore. Let's take a step back. Let's slow down a little bit. There's some questions that need to be answered, and they're kind of just glossing over them. Mm-hmm. And that's like that's some of the cons I'm going to bring up. But I, well, maybe, I think maybe in in the, in the same time, maybe you guys can convince me of why it happened this way. You know, I feel like the the way yeah, I know. the reason that everybody thinks that this episode went from zero to a hundred, and you know, within eighty minutes, was. All these people that have been, you know, driving this story for the last six years all just showed up in the same fucking dragon pit. And now you've got a That's shitload of, you know, history coming up all at once. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it would have been more like, it would have more like, you know, these two meet and hash it out, these two meet. You know, you have six total people out of all of this that meet up and they, you know, they talk about the past they settle their differences whatever or they don't settle their differences and move on it would have been more of what we've seen in the past but this episode was just all of this history coming together and just exploding in your fucking face like that's why i feel like everybody thinks that this episode was the zero to 100 and everybody thinks yeah. it needs to slow down and yeah this, this is, was the connection that episode prison, man right like like, like we spent the, the last six fucking seasons banding together with the brother telling story. Yeah, let's get into the fucking. Yeah. That, that's you know, that's one chapter. thing that I enjoyed right. was that whole scene. The interaction. Yeah, between that, the, the interaction yeah. between the guys that are like, "Oh shit, I know this guy," you know, and it's like, "Yeah, and it's, I fucking it, hate you." It's it's, right. yeah. it's, yeah. it's like they oh, know well, each other for bad reasons. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. like, yeah. These are all guys that have done things that they regret. That's the reality. To each other. Yeah, to each other or to each other's. People uh, that they know, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, man. Like, These are seven guys that hate each other, but they're about to go out here and do battle with each other. That was it was a yeah. it was a good like symbolism, right? Symbolic it, point. It's it's showing yeah. you know the viewers or whatever that okay, we're getting to the real stuff here. Like this this something bigger is happening, you know. Yeah. And and then they just kind of that was the start of the whole. We're we're all on the same side here. Yeah, that that was really, I guess, the start of it, right. and I, I liked how they started that shit up. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike. Honestly, any more pro points? Any more good shit that you like from the episode? Uh, not really. I mean, I got a con. Yeah, uh, I mean, I got, I got, a, I got a couple cons. So I'm gonna get into the, the very first scene, the opening scene of the episode. Uh, we're to believe that Danny didn't try to capture. Jamie or Braun after they got tackled into this lake of water, this uh, l- river. That's what it was. It was a river. Um, not even a very fast-flowing river, as you can see behind him. It's pretty much pretty sitting sta- still. Yeah, it's pretty stagnant. So you're going to, like, Danny being in this position of power and wanting as many people to bend the knee and break this wheel, she's not going to try to capture the, the military leader of the army. She's just going to let him escape. I don't see it. I just don't see it. How that. does she know that they're it, not incinerated alive? Because that's what she's, she's probably pushed thinking. into the water. It's Did like, she? Okay. Well, in, in, in the same in the same turn. Did she? From then? from Tyrion's perspective, how does he know that Jamie didn't get burned alive? <coughs> but he's gonna he brings up the idea to go meet with him. He see he was from the same vantage point. You know, he couldn't he couldn't tell either. Probably a see hole. like yeah. And then we're the, and then they swim. A fucking good distance away and I don't know if you uh, there's a YouTube video out there that you can actually look up you cannot swim in steel plate armor you sink you can't mm-hmm. move 
And Jamie actually even says when he first pulled out of the water, you could have killed me to Braun. And it's because he fucking tackled him in water in heavy-ass gear. But the first time they surface out of water 60 feet downstream, that's not even a stream, it's not even moving, doesn't make any sense. But it's just, it's like... Braun is like Michael Phelps, man. Oh, yeah, carrying a fucking a 200-pound man and fucking 50 pounds of gear. Mm. I don't see it. And then you have then you have the Tyrion and Jamie interaction. This interaction could have happened on a better scale if they were just captured. They could have had the same conversation at Dragonstone. If cuz Jamie Tyrion she, first of all, Danny wouldn't have killed Jamie. He would have been a prisoner. He would have been bargaining power. He could have been in the prison. When they came up with the stupid idea to fucking first of all convince Cersei that she needs to help everybody which that, we'll get into that in a minute that was another dumb fucking idea but Tyrion could have simply said right there there's one person that will believe us and there's only one person that Cersei will believe and he's down in our prison I'll go shoot this plan to him Davos you take him over there and you know whatever happens in the next episode but it didn't happen that way like it mm. could have been written so much better I don't know because if they w- if she would have captured Jamie and Braun or just Jamie, probably, yeah, probably just then Jamie. Jamie could not have gone back to King's Landing and had the interaction with Cersei. Jamie's the connecting piece, conjoining, making it possible for them to point, talk to these guys and not not completely fucking hate them right now. Right. And he could have still been that He's same that medium. piece. He could have still been that same piece if he was a prisoner. But like what you just said, I forgot about the... Yeah, because he has to go back, and then he has to have that... he has to tell He has that, that, that heartbreaking, that breakup there with her. Pretty, I mean, pretty much that's what I'm calling it, because he she, tells was, her that, she yeah, was all but ready to have him... Don't fight for, don't fight for <laughs> honor, they fight for sport, and that Tyrion didn't kill what's-his-name or whatever. That's all in that same scene, right? And the, the commander of her armies... Is she no longer trusts him, and he knows it. Yeah, because That's he has thing. conspired in quotations with Tyrion, who she basically wants dead, but hasn't killed him yet. Not to mention, she doesn't really take prisoners right now, and yeah. that would have completely clashed with what she yeah, did. But she like, like she does it right now, before. but she knows, you know, with the with the with Tyrion at her hand, and saying, "You have this as a bargain." And he's a Having a capture in a Lannister is a bargaining tool. That's why, that's why Rob Stark and Cat uh, did it in season one. They used it for bargaining power to get back the two girls, but it didn't work that way. Tyrion knows this stuff. Tyr- this is like Tyrion. Tyrion knows the po- politics of war. This would have worked in his favor. She wouldn't have burnt him alive like she did the Tarleys because. But she, she would have treated him completely mm-hmm. differently as enemies. She would not have. Con- I don't think she would have considered taken as much consideration towards what they had to say yeah. while they're sitting there with her brother as their prisoner. Yeah, I don't know. It's, a, I, mean, I don't know. It's hard to say because I mean, it's just fan fiction that we're talking about. Right. But you know, that's just that's how I would that's how I would have seen it. But or it's I guess how I would have thought it would have been you mm-hmm. know, played out. But uh, mm-hmm. then my other issue, my, one of my other issues besides the war room scene, and I guess I actually got a couple. Uh, Jorah and John meeting as well, this it took care of itself next episode, but not mentioning that was just a, a fucking foreshadowing moment, right? I that's know. that's all that was. Here's your sword. No, use it for your children. 
three times we got fucking foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Reference to yeah, yeah, well, three, at least three yeah. times more. This was yeah. The, the next episode was the foreshadowing for John to think about having kids. It was the only interaction with John and talking about having any children. But I wanted him to bring up the sword in this episode because I thought it would happen. And then you, watching this without watching the episode <laughs> after, you almost think, is the interaction ever going to happen? But then yeah, it did. So mm-hmm. it. That paid that that kinked itself out. I was going off of this as if I didn't see the next episode. You know? Right. Right. Um, let's see what else I got. The war room scene, the dragonstone thing. Yeah, man, this whole plan is stupid, and it's the main plot of the season. Is let's get a capture a white, risk our lives to capture one white to prove the worst person in the kingdom who gives no fucks about anybody but herself that she needs to help us. Two people in this room know that she will not give a shit. Mm-hmm. Tyrion. And Varys. And neither one of them... Actually, they're both backing this idea. It makes no sense. They know who she is. The only reason... I think it makes it John, more believable to the... Uh, plays into the whole, we're all on the same sides. It makes it more believable that that really is what they think. Mm-hmm. Or that, that, like, as far as John and them go. You know, like, they're all thinking that this... This is the side that we're on. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and we're going to have to. And knowing that they're going to have to be the ones to try and get that alliance, because there's no way in hell Cersei's ever going to fucking. I don't think that think everybody really, really believes that they're going to convince her 100%. Right. I think that everyone's just like, it's worth a fucking shot. Right. You That's know, the only yeah, it's I not mean, it's displayed that way, though. It's but you know, not portrayed. You've got to. Just from Cersei. Every other previous fucking season, you, you know how she is. Everyone knows how she is. Oh, and, and at we the do, same time, John though, and Danny in that room do not know how Cersei is. Right. But at the same time, you've no got to think none of that matters because this is their only fucking shot at survival. They can't head south into her territory and seek refuge if they don't have proof of the White Walkers because she's just going to come after them. They're going to have a big old fucking fight, and then she's the Walkers right. come down, and then they're going to be really like, fucked. They're all going to be it fucked. So it's the only <laughs> shot that they have, though, of defeating the the army, yeah, the Walkers. Just, it just doesn't, it's know. the only it shot they have, does. and that's what validates all of this. It's the only shot they have is and to have her fighting alongside of them. So they have to make her believe, and that's the only way to do it. See, uh, but the idea of her even believing it is so far-fetched and out there. Nobody, the Tyrion and Varys should know that she's not going to believe him. Or even if she does believe him, she's not going to help him. You want me to throw a fucking ratchet right in the middle of your spokes? What? What? She's got a dead dude for a bodyguard. I know! Like, that makes no fucking sense! I know! <laughs> like, she already knows that the dead mm-hmm. people walk. She don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But, like... Tyrion should know of anything. She's going to look at him and say, no, or I will help you and not really help you, and I'll just come in and clean up whatever's left over. Tyrion whoever. knows that. I mean, yeah. I know Tyrion knows that, but he, it was just not. <laughs> That's why Tyrion in the next episode's like, if she sets us up for a trap, we'll do this. But, like, he's not thinking about what happens if they convince her. He's thinking about what might happen before they even get to talk. Mm-hmm. Tyrion, yeah. I, I feel like Tyrion's already think trying to come up with a way of being able to counter what she's going to do. He's already planning for a counterattack. The whole that's thing. just how Tyrion is. Mm-hmm. He knows his brothers and sisters, whatever you want. He knows them better than anybody in the fucking world. He is always. And you know and what? That's why he, he is should always, think. always, always outsmarted them. And that's why every he should say time. that this idea oh. is fucking retarded because he didn't outsmart her in this season. She she played him the whole time. She allowed him to come there with the meeting because she already knew about the meeting with Braun. She allowed that shit. 
when they come in there and they meet Dragonstone, it's all a setup in her favor. She played it to their hand. She already knew Euron was not going to actually leave. That conversation happened before they even sat down at the Dragon Pit. Yeah, but... And then when he did leave, she went in there. She let Tyrion come up there. She knew somebody was going to come. She let the conversation happen. They leave. She already knows what she's going to do afterwards. It was all... This is all Cersei outsmarting everybody on that That you know show. of. That you know of. Oh, yeah. weird. It's already... It's, it's put on... I'm pretty sure Tyrion... You, they uh, have has like contingency any, plan plans and shit too. Yeah, they haven't I given mean, any insight as to what exactly Tyrion is thinking that she's doing. They haven't done that. <clears throat> no, it's just no. left to believe that Tyrion believes she's actually going to help. And he, he, you know, there's no way in hell that he actually believes that. I don't. There's no way. There's no way Tyrion, of all people, is going to believe. That his sister, of all people, is being truthful. That's all there is to it. I mean, yeah, we us out here on the outside, we could say that we know that, but we don't know that he knows that because he didn't say that he knows that. Right. We're it, just I'm just believe yeah, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just saying that that's you, it's, yeah, you have it's to something take his... that hasn't been touched into, or you know that they haven't actually come out and said at any point in time that he believes her or doesn't believe her yeah you, know? you, you like, have to yeah, take I'm his sure take we'll, his character into account though yeah. he's not gonna trust yeah, her. i'm sure we'll get it we'll, we'll see it next season yeah at, at the very least mm-hmm. i mean uh, but no, dude what's gonna happen is jamie's gonna catch him on king's road and say cersei's not sending her army then we might get Tyrion say as figured but they have no backup plan because they're going forward with the plan as if she's actually coming if they weren't they wouldn't be sending their people up there i mean i guess mm-hmm. they would anyway but Terry would be a little more weary than just taking a back seat and letting them go fuck themselves. Especially his queen who's going up there with John. If he knows that there's no help coming, he wouldn't let her go without the help that they're expecting. This is all Cersei setting him up. That's like this whole Or maybe plan. they're setting everything up to make Cersei think that she's setting him up and they're how? expecting like, everything. How? How is that? There's no way. They have to go take care of the problem in the north. They think Cersei's coming to help. Game of Thrones meets Inception. Right? Right. I mean, like, there is no... It's not... They're going up north regardless. We already know that. But to think that she's just going to be ready... To, for, to think that he can even fucking convince her with a white is stupid enough to think that this is even going to work. And then they get there, and she played them... They played into her hand. Everything played into her mm. hand everything well see they're so hopeful that they could get her help that's that's like the only thing that half of them are even focused on what's the point like what what john and john already (laughs) talked what are we even talking about right now i bet no one even knows what the original thing was about Tyrion. this whole plan being fucking retarded it might be fucking retarded but it Told a good fucking story. Yeah. John, I liked it a lot. John and Daenerys already that. had a conversation between each other while Tyrion was talking to Cersei, and they already John already said, "Well, then uh, if shit doesn't happen the way we want it, we're fucked." Because they they know they know the situation that they're in right now. If she fucking does anything, they're sitting ducks. Especially mm. they're talking when about her they're basically sandwiched between them and the whites right now. No, as she, far as their They're talking location. about her killing Tyrion because she knows they know that she fucking hates him. That's why they're like, I can't I didn't come here to lose my hand to the queen and he's like, We gotta do what we gotta do and he goes up there into a room where he should have been fucking killed, but she let him live because it's all in her favor. She could have easily killed him right there. 
but she didn't. It's not because she cares or she's sympathy or sympathy. Yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah, him, yeah, I see. She wants to fucking, if she wanted to kill him, she would have killed him right there, but it's all a trap. Mm. It's a game in her favor. Is she actually pregnant? Where's the little finger when know. you need him, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, uh, like, the whole thing is it's all set up with this stupid idea of go north to get a white. First of all, do you know that there's 100,000 of those motherfuckers and you're only taking seven guys to get one? Which one are you going to take? <laughs> no, we're going to grab John that's over there fixing breakfast for everybody when nobody's looking. Which one are you fucking taking? Mm-hmm. You're going to fight... 100,000 of these motherfuckers to capture one? No. It's a stupid plot line. It was a stupid idea. But I it was liked a, it. It was a stupid idea <laughs> to get them north. They've, to get they've north ran into what? random ones. Not, I guarantee very, you they weren't looking for rare. the damn army with seven people. They weren't sitting there scouting for the little one by themselves either. They went and they fought the herd that had, or the 12 Same guys, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, 7 against 12, they figured they had the odds with Dragon Glass, and they, they did. They got lucky. They killed the they killed the White Walker, and all of them dropped but one. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that you know, is okay. one thing that I have no, an okay. issue with right this there. This is what I thought about that. The Night King sent the scouting party out with the White Walker. Listen, we, yeah, yeah, with the White Walker and the White Walkers or whatever, and the Whites. But the one that didn't die was... Made by the Night King. It's because Barry, it, was the Barry got confused and he, he started walking and, and with Mark's crew and he shouldn't have been walking with Mark's crew. No. So when Mark got killed and his crew died, Barry was left alone. No, no. and it was it was just fucking. It was so. It was put in there as a fucking. I mean, decoy. Yeah, Night King knew that know. they were coming. I mean, I know, but like the idea. Because he wanted the whole dragon. proposal mm-hmm. of this idea in season or episode five was stupid. Like. Mm-hmm. Sure, it led to a lot of awesome shit, and it led to a lot of good stuff, but this is the worst plot point in Game of Thrones history. Mm. What? Give me a worst plot point besides, let's try to convince the biggest bitch of the kingdom that she'll be on our team by risking seven guys' lives against 100,000 than that. What was worth, what's a worse plot point than that? Uh, let's see. The fucking... Uh, Winterfell drama between Arya and Sansa? That's not even a plot point. This it's is a, this fucking, is a season plot point. Pretty much plot point of fucking season. And that was it was <clears throat> that's not even that's not even on That was more than a season. Yeah. It's no like okay, the Battle of the Bastards was the plot point for season <clears throat> six. This is the plot point for season seven. Go get a white, convince Cersei. It was over three episodes of this bullshit. This was the worst plot in Game of Thrones history for a season. Pretty sure we saw just as much of the Winterfell shit as we did of, of yeah, but fighting. it's not it's not a main plot point of the drive. It's not driving into next season. That that's that plot point <laughs> was concluded know. in season seven. I I don't, I don't know, but yeah, but uh, like this is a driving forward into next season, just like the Battle of the Bastards taking back Winterfell drove into this season as into what added into. Arya and Sansa over Littlefinger, like that Littlefinger and Arya stuff, or uh, Arya and Sansa stuff, was just a minor plot point to a bigger plot. Until you realize you that it. now they're together, and Winterfell's a whole lot stronger. Yeah, so now. I mean, like we're we're on it, like yeah, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, taking taking a white to Cersei was the main plot point for the season, and it was poor. It was, it was fucking horrible. All I'm saying is, next season, if there's a fucking episode where Sansa and Arya have to lead 
a fucking defense against the whites by themselves in fucking Winterfell, you're going to eat your goddamn words. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Because because it set it up for something to happen next season where, oh, well, guess what? John's not around. We don't have a whole lot. We're kind of almost at a point we're sitting ducks because we're not... And they're what? the furthest. Experienced what does that as tactics. with anything I've said. But you know, it's it going when, into the next season, and you're you saying that, that it might. The, it's probably not. It's see, not a I, dead end. I think what Justin's saying is that he he thinks that there's one giant plot point uh, with per with, season, and there is, and, and then there's smaller plot uh, points subplots, per season. But there is. That's television. See fucking what he's knowledge. saying. What he's saying is you think that the whole plot with. You know, with, with Arya, San, uh, Sansa, and Littlefinger, that whole issue that went on for a couple a episodes, you thought it was you think it's a minor plot point, but you also think it's concluded, like it leads to nothing, right? No, the plot point of Sansa and Arya is concluded when they killed Littlefinger. That's done. Okay, well, yeah, well, what Defending he's saying is, is a whole different fucking. That's a whole different plot on its own for next leads season. Leads into it. Yeah, but what that's happens what to the veil is. now that who who's going to lead the veil? That's another thing that's going to go into next season. Like there are multiple things that no, that, that, that plot is going to open up. Okay, okay, okay. Well, the original thing was Justin doesn't think that that the dragon pit was or, or anything leading up to it was good writing. No. That's basically what he's what? saying, and and you know, mm. saying that you know this is the stupidest idea ever. You know, I mean, why the, why the fuck would they do that? The plot to get the white was stupid. The plot uh, for getting the white is concluded when they presented it. That's over. That right. was the end of the season plot. We're into a new season, so anything that carries over is new plot points, subplot points for the season eight. Yeah. Just like what I, my example that went into this whole Winterfell discussion was. Winterfell is a part of this season. And any subplot in Winterfell is only here because the main plot of season six was concluded when John killed Ramsay. So now we have Winterfell, and anything that happens in Winterfell is its own subplot. The main plot for this season was to get a white to convince Cersei to help everybody in North, which is a stupid plot point because nobody believes that she's going to fucking do it, or they shouldn't believe it. Now going into next season, the main plot's going to be to kill the Night King, whoever does that, and whoever's at Winterfell, if it's, it becomes a subplot point to defend it, which I don't think it is, I think they're going to have to retreat, is going to be a subplot of its own. We're, it's not like we are way we are on 14 different channels right, here. Right, we are. Uh, <laughs> the, no, I know what you were saying. when you I was, said trying, I was, I was, I was trying to defend the fact that you were saying that the plot for the whole Winterfell <laughs> thing wasn't going anywhere. It's concluded. See, but it's going to be a new thing next and, season. And, and like just to... Just it's going to it's gonna play a factor I mean, in the next yeah, season. There's going to be... With where they're sitting but, right okay. now. No, my, biggest, my biggest fucking con out of all that shit, which what we were originally were on, was the Winterfell plot. I could fucking care less. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't care less about that. Yeah, you know, like, I, I wanted to see more of the shit plot line that you were talking about, you know, because I thought that was fucking sweet. Okay, Seeing like, like Lord yeah. of the Rings walking shit, that you know. Is, I mean, yeah, all, all the is, dialect, everything that was fucking all, like, amazing. All the spectacle you know? that came with it was good, but the writing to get to it, I thought it was, was good. Poor. I thought it was good. You yeah. think trying to convince Cersei to go help everybody when everybody knows us as the audience and two people in that room know she's not going to give a shit was good? See, I feel like <laughs> I feel like you're the dude kind of dude that like grabs a bag of popcorn for free. And throws it away because it doesn't have enough butter. 
You know what I'm saying? And bitches like, about it. You know? <laughs> yeah, and then bitches about this but popcorn didn't have any butter, but never, you know, thought to think about how it was fucking free. Yeah. You know, like you always think negative shit. Always. No, well, like we're you talking fucking about, hate it. You we're know. talking about cons though. Yeah, yeah and, we're talking and about cons. I can understand why he feels that's a con. Because, yeah, I mean, it was a stupid idea, but... It was uh, a stupid idea. But, <laughs> I mean... That's all he's trying to Yeah, that's all he's trying to say. He got the fucking job done. No one thinks Cersei's really going to fucking help. They're just kind of hoping They're trying to fucking, truce so yeah, that yeah. she doesn't fucking attack them while they're yeah, trying to I fucking mean, take on the whites. Mm. She can't... I mean, come on. She can't attack them. That's, I mean, I get that. I understand that. But, mm. yeah, you agree that it's a stupid idea. Mm. I, I feel like it's a suicide mission. I mean, I, as okay. far as a as far as a stupid idea, I think it great fucking okay, writing. You, you know, that was awesome. Yeah, when you watched that was episode, awesome. Did you, when you watched that, when you watched them say, "Let's go capture White and convince Cersei," did you believe at any point in time they were going to be able to do it? I thought that they were going to go out and give it a shot. Did you I, think I mean, that as far as convincing Cersei, 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 maybe not Cersei, but they were going to be able to convince everyone else. You know, because if sure. Cersei doesn't want to fucking but fight the, the White Walkers, everyone Cersei, else. Which was stupid. It was I, Cersei's just a, a leader. Me, she's not the fucking troops. I mean, she she's not fighting for a fucking life. Yeah. yeah. She has brittle... She has all the say. What she has a brittle fucking rule well, filled with fucking brittle, fear. You she know? has brittle power is yeah. what she has. But that doesn't play into anything that what we're, what we're talking about. But all I'm saying is a small part of me, yes, said that, yeah, that's the probably the best way to possibly convince her the dumbest part of it i agree with her, well i it's, know it's just but to even try to convince her she's not gonna give a fuck no she 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 would she would give a small fuck about herself no but she gives a small fuck about the baby that's in her the belly. baby that's yeah herself. i mean it's all well that's what, yeah she is the she's out for number one period I mean, everybody knows that well, and she's out and she's out for the and she's out for the Lannister name. That's what that's the only things that matter to her is her her baby and the Lannister name. Right, because that is the Lannister name at this mm-hmm. point. But at the same time, yes, the the idea of going out to get a walker to take to her is the only option that they have to gain her help, not her trust, not her love, not her you know, just her short-term you know, allegiance. To defeat this army of the undead. That makes sense. Okay. Seven motherfuckers going out there to fight a fucking army of 100,000? That doesn't make sense. Because I kind of feel like... Yeah, okay. So, like, 50% of what I'm saying is wrong. 50% is right. The idea of convincing her to join their forces is wrong. It's stupid. But that's that's what they're proposing in this room. They're also proposing to get her truce, which I believe I think Shoner that did, be, right? Because it's I the think only that was the main priority more than anything. The they were, tr- I think they were going for is. a truce maybe, more maybe than uh, yeah. a short term, a temporary truce, so that they don't all get destroyed by this army that they don't have banners. a chance. Right, and that's the part that's okay. stupid to me. Uh, I think that I mean because Daenerys even went and said, "Yeah, pretty much we want a truce." I mean and. Yeah, they need everyone that they can, but it's Cersei. I don't think that they asked her to call her fucking banners. Pretty sure Cersei's like, well, we'll mobilize the troops and we will fight with you. And under no obligation, you know, or promises from anyone else at the end of the episode, she just says that. I'm pretty sure that they asked for 
them to join forces just she, she said, she marched you on. know, she said she's doing I, this on I her think own they did. Volition, you know. I think it was John that said, we, we need your forces. And then she's, you know, after she's seen the white, she's like, yeah, I'll give my forces only if you bend the knee to, to me. And he's like, I can't serve two queens. So then she marched off. See, like, fuck it. it where I'm done with all my cons with this episode, you got any other episodes? Because I want to get right into this dragon pit shit. Right. Because, like, we'll talk about, we'll we'll go to Beyond the Wall mm. after this. But, like. I just like the, some of the dialogue, you know. Mm. Like, from the walk-in and shit. Oh, yeah, we'll get to Beyond yeah. the Wall after this. Mm. The dragon pit shit, the whole episode to me was a setup. It was the whole, this was all Cersei's plan. Yeah, we'll meet with them, but we're going to have a diversion and we're going to have an issue. And Euron's going to leave. He's either going to leave by force or he's going to leave on his own. That's why when Tyrion got up and started talking, Euron immediately cut him off and started saying his dumb shit. Mm-hmm. It was either to get Cersei to send him out or he's going to leave on his own. He didn't do it. Instead, he played it back. So there's another plan for him to leave. He was going to leave that meeting regardless. That was part of their it negotiation. Yeah. It was a plan. Yeah. Cersei's going to listen to what they had to say and she's either going to tell them to fuck off and leave and wait for Tyrion to come and convince her or she's going to get pissed off and leave which which is what happened and Tyrion's going to come and convince her mm-hmm. Tyrion came he tried to convince her because you know damn well John isn't going to and nope. you know Danny wasn't going to so mm-hmm. who's left to come up there and convince her the only person that Tyrion. understands her so, more than anybody and she allowed that to happen and she sat there and Tyrion did the whole let the let the whatever the fuck the mountain kill me bullshit let him slay me alive. She didn't do it, even though you know she fucking hates him. Mm-hmm. She's hated him ever since he was born. This was her opportunity to kill him, but she didn't for a reason. And then she's sitting there and she's playing the whole baby thing, which, man, I don't know. All right, so, like, to the plot, I can't, I'm not going to spoil it, but to the plot point, she was, she is pregnant. Now, mm-hmm. they could very well, because they deleted a scene, there's two scenes that they deleted that could change that for next season. This kid, either she, she's really pregnant. She loses the baby, or it's all uh, it's all a decoy for something else. Mm-hmm. They could change that shit in season eight, and I, I don't know how they're going to go with it. But she sends him out for a reason. She comes down there and she tells them their truth. She tells them all this bullshit. She's going to send them send up send their armies with them. Now, the part that makes me believe that this was all one big setup for a bigger play, and I don't know what the bigger play is. I kind of have an idea. Is that when she comes back in, you know, hours later, she comes back into the uh, the hall where Jamie's sitting there trying to build an army or whatever he's doing, mm. doing a plan. Yeah. She is immediately shitty to him. Like, mm-hmm. call, putting him down to the low, you're the dumbest Lannister. the very first thing she said to him. And then she's um, saying everything else to put him down. You didn't listen to Father. You're too busy doing this. And it's like she wanted to piss him off to the point to where he left on his own. Because, again, she could have killed him, but she didn't. She could have, she could have been sucking his cock right there, but she didn't. There's a reason why she wanted to push him out. I don't know what it is. Like that's why I'm saying this whole entire episode was Cersei's plan, and she played it right. But or to what degree? Or she's just trying to use scare tactics to keep him, basically, almost like her fucking watchdog. That's that's how I feel their I, relationship is. She's just trying to use scare tactics in order to keep him in line because she doesn't want to lose him. I either think, I think it, well, it could go. She don't want to lose think. him, or she's done with him because she has something that's going to carry on her dynasty. Not somewhat it. well done with him, but keep him neutral. Right. You know, I am pregnant. Right mm-hmm. now, all of a sudden, he's got this personal this personal Conflict. issue. Yeah. He's got you know. Okay, now all of a sudden, my sister's pregnant. Is it mine? What the fuck? I can't just leave. I can't just abandon her. 
I can't just All run right. away because like, she might want to kill me. I can, but so now, he, but now, well, no, now he's torn. He rides off, but it doesn't mean he's going to come back and fight against her no, or use. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I, well, I'm just saying that doesn't mean that he's going to fight against her. That doesn't mean that he's going to set her up for failure using any, any information that he no, has, no, no, any no, kind no, of I, espionage I bullshit like that. I don't, I'm not saying it at all. There's a plan to Cersei that Cersei has, and I don't know what it is. And it's it involves everybody from Dragonstone believing that she's going to help and Jamie getting sent away for some reason or another. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if it's because Cersei's going to act like she's the actual hero here. Jamie goes up there and say she's not coming, and she actually does come. Sends her forces up there to help. I don't know what kind of what what that does, and I, I have no clue. Or if Jamie goes up there and says, "Hey, she's not coming." Whatever, whatever, and she stays back with the Golden Army and waits to clean up whatever happened. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think it's all a big plan. Right. And her, and it she, is. It's something that she's planning, and I don't, I don't know what it is. If they do, if if her army does come and help them, it's part of their plan. So mm-hmm. going back to, to going back to the whole white thing coming up to prove to her, you know, I, I guess I took it as it was them coming up to prove to her that they need to join forces. But I guess I see it from where you guys are saying it was more of a truce. If we can get your forces, fucking that's a that's another bonus. But we need mm-hmm. the truce for right now. I guess I see that. I still right. think it's a stupid plan. It's a right. suicide mission, I mean. but. How? What other choices yeah, do be, they have? That exactly. The, that's the only you reason any I mean? of that happens because they don't have a choice. And that's what I was saying before we even start recording. Mm-hmm. These guys are writing. They're writing the the fiction themselves now. And George R. R. Martin gave them bullet points that they had to meet had to meet. And one of the bullet points could have very simply been, Night King needs to get a dragon. How do we get him there? Well, let's send seven guys up there. No Unsullied. No Dothraki. Just seven dudes. By themselves to fight an army and have Danny come up there and lose a dragon that way. I mean, I I, I don't I don't know. It would have been so much sweeter if fucking Grey Worm was in that company right? too, man. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. He was the spear dude. Uh, they got taken down by the walkers, but didn't get taken down. You yet. know what? And the crazy thing is, because is I told you guys before that episode came on, it was going to be the best episode that we was ever going to see because there's going to be a match or a team up that you weren't expecting. Bron and Jamie, according to the plot points, were supposed to be in that team up. Mm. And it didn't happen. That would which be it makes sense, though. sweet. It, like it makes sense how it all played out now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the and then there's another thing that didn't happen or that might still happen. I don't, I don't know. I'm not gonna say it because it could be important. But uh, yeah, man, that's that's all the cons I got for episode fucking five or whatever it was. And we went off on a hardcore tangent, <laughs> right? Uh, Actually, one, I do. One, one question that I had: What did you think about? John sending Gendry back. Now we're going to get into episode six right now because okay. that was, I don't know, that was weird. What was you going to say, Jake? No, I was just going to say the only con I, the biggest con I had that goes along with, that kind of comes after the whole seven-man expedition. Oh. When Uncle Ben shows up. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Comes out of right. fucking nowhere. <laughs> Hold on. I think I I think I have an answer to that. Should, should we take? I a, think I do. Uh, I have a theory on that. Here. Yeah, we've been going yeah. for about an hour before strong. We, yeah, so before we uh, get into some Actually, shit again, yeah, about an hour, twelve minutes. Yeah, let's take a break. Come back and cover the last two episodes. Well, I guess last episode in theories or uh, mm. episode six in theories. Yeah, we're back. All right, we're going to talk about Beyond the Wall, uh, episode six, season seven. Uh, do. Um, mm, 
probably gonna be easier to dig into the pros. There's more cons with this episode than there were the last, the last one and the, uh, the one after. Uh, I guess I don't know what the fuck, pros. The fucking all the walking and talking. Uh, yeah, uh, the travel. Sorry, the <laughs> yeah. traveling man. That was the best. It was good. I mean, that was just that was my uh, some of the best shit seeing the whole series. Uh, I, right. I I tell you what, as far as episode six goes, I think the the where you were getting at as far as the traveling goes, like the brotherhood that they were creating as they were traveling, even though these guys, <laughs> even though these guys basically hated each other and yeah. hated the idea of teaming up together, fucking. A week later, whatever you want to call it, you know, they're sitting there damn near brothers at this point already. Yeah. Realizing that these guys are very we're, much like each we're other. We're all fighting on the same we're, team. We're, right. we're all. We're, every single one of us has things that we regret in life. You know, like all this shit. Like, it's all building up to almost a bro- like, like they were saying, like a brotherlyhood fucking bond that they're creating See, and shit. Mm-hmm. And one thing I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, one thing I, I wish too. we saw more of was... Uh, John and the Hound. I don't think we really got much of a interaction. I yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and just seeing that interaction would have been good, you know. Being like, I protected Arya. Yeah, man, that's right. what, Yeah, exactly. That's that was one of my issues. Is like, I really expected that to come well, look, out, uh, right? But Arya and Gendry, and then you had Arya and the Hound, and not neither one of these guys mentioned to John. That was one of my like. I wish somebody would have said, "Hey, I spent you know a season or a season and a half with your sister," you know. <laughs> right. But no, man, nobody brought it up, and John could have easily been like, "Yeah, she's alive back in Winterfell there." But saying all that, I like it better when the Hound found out from Brienne. Yeah, that yeah. She's alive, you know. Huh, like, right. My little murder child is yeah, fucking yeah. still alive. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah, man. The, the walking and talking between each of the Avengers of Westeros, as I said I was going to call them, was, mm-hmm. was really good. Um, yep. Spotlight some of it. The Hound and Tormund, fucking great. That was, that was good shit. Oh, yeah. The, I the bet you bond like that it. they created with each yeah. other. Like, I, I, don't, I don't really How like crazy you that much. But, you, you know? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah just calling each other fire. out. Yeah. 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 Um, John and, John and Tormund. Gingers are cuts. <laughs> Dick. Dick. I like it. I like, I like it. it. I bet you do. <laughs> That's some good shit right there. Um, yeah, but John and Tormund, essentially this conversation led to John bending the knee. Not only that, but uh, Danny laying practically her blood on the line as well was a big yep. deciding factor. But, but I mean, Tormund said it. You know, Mance Raider was a good king, was a good leader. Stubborn as fuck. How many people had to die because he was so stubborn or something like that? You know? Yeah. Was a f- that was a good pride. Yeah, oh, good yeah. good point. Yeah, pride. That's what it yep. was. Pride. Um, good point. But uh, who's another one? There, I had one more. Uh, John Ajora. Yeah, that was my favorite one. Mm, that, that was, that good. was a, I even wrote it down like I have it in my note one and then my bold point two. John Ajora. That combo went as I expected and it was so mm-hmm. good. Like, yeah. Man, mm-hmm. it was really good. I really like the, uh, the Jorah and Thoros. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. When, when there's like, how you know, I wasn't the toughest. I was just the drunkest. You yeah, know? yeah. That was yeah, all, all yeah. that shit. Just realizing that they, they were, you know, reuniting after this. this they're long, they're being know. real with each other too. Not, there's real, not a single yeah. one of the motherfuckers that's like that's a bullshitter. You know what? I don't yeah. trust you. 
You know, yeah. I'm I'm gonna play this different person that I'm not really. No, right. no, every single one of the motherfuckers is being themselves. Yeah, and acting, you know, accordingly with each other. Not and a single. All, for the most part, they're all getting along pretty a damn good. Fellowship. Yeah, yeah it, it's be- practically a fellowship at this point. Yeah, not a single one of them is a bullshitter. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. They tell yeah. you damn near everything. Straight up, straightforward. Yep. Straightforward. Like, big balls. Yeah. yeah. Simple <laughs> as that. Yeah. Like yeah. I've got too much pride and honor to, you know, sit here and act like I fucking like you. Right. You know? yeah. But guess what? Because they're all kind of a lot similar in that aspect, they're starting to get along with each other and right. st- really starting yeah. to like each other. Like almost there's a, more. They're they're seeing each other as brothers. At least at this point where we're at now, I feel like every single one of the motherfuckers think of each other as brothers. They're right. all like fucking leaders, you yeah. know. Like mm-hmm. all of them are fucking leaders. They the badasses. Yeah. They're gonna be a front fucking line. I mean, at they're the all. End. They are <laughs> all individuals. You know, like yeah. individual they are their leaders. own. Yeah. They are yeah. their own man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so, like they're not like fucking you know part of the army, whatever you know. And like, we've seen I mean, outsiders. Yeah, like they they all are fighting for themselves, but we've also seen them all fight for somebody else or for a mm. cause. You know, it's like right. Yeah, they're all very similar, but very different in their own ways. It, it, yeah, good way of for it. the most part. They're all guys that try to be as honorable as they can, but un- they all understand they've done things that they regret uh, that mm-hmm. have played with that honor aspect you know and i don't know it's it's just i think it's a way to that they were able to put them together i guess so to speak right uh one of my other things i liked about the episode was the methodical marching of the whites onto the ice after the hound blasted the one in the face with the rock (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. right i mean like after they see after they seen that the one rock that was a little short didn't fall Mm -hmm. through they each just walked out one by one and then mm-hmm. it kind of went into a pattern until it was just a full-on bum rush. But I liked it. It was it was good writing. Everybody, you know, there's argument. People are like, that's stupid writing. But I I, I thought it was a very good, like, logical writing, if you, if you think mm-hmm. about it. Um, they were waiting for the ice to refreeze, which I don't know how long it takes. Uh, somebody did a thing on Reddit. It's about three or four days. So it gives time for the raven to fly down to Dragonstone and dragons to come back. But... I, I mean, in all take rea- that as you want to. It's mm-hmm. I liked it, too. I thought it was written well, but in all reality, the Night King could have just stepped out on the fucking ice and it would all were frozen. It's a good point. <laughs> that, yeah, that, uh, that was but, something that I thought of as I was watching it. It goes back to it being a time. trap. It was all a trap, and he knew how long it was going to take yeah. for Danny to get there. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, there, there's no way that anybody knows see, the yeah. full extent of, I guess you could say, the IQ of this yeah, oh, yeah. We don't he's, know anything about how him. much, yeah. how 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 smart is this dude? He could be tactically fucking. We don't better know than what he's everybody. capable of. Nothing. I mean, you don't know anything about him I, really yet. Jon yeah. Snow's gonna turn into the Night King, so you think? I that, mean, you believe that theory? I've seen it, man. I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't know about that either. But I, I liked it too because there was like a a hint of like uh, Battle of the Bastards in in like. Uh, Daenerys uh, fucking jumping hard onto home. the slaves and, and uh, hard home everything. I mean, there at the end, whenever him and, like, everyone's fighting, okay? Like, in fucking Jorah does his little slow face fucking dog lip fucking flopping oh, shit. I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, looks yeah. over Jon Snow and then fucking Jon Snow makes eye contact with him and then Tormund fucking 
hits Jon Snow, turns around, all that shit. Like, like they flopping and yeah. shit. Like, like slow motion was... fighting. And then Jon looks over the fucking edge, you know. And, and that dude falls and it's just arms spread, you know. There's yeah. so many fucking different scenes in the series that that plays by, you know. But, man, <laughs> that was fucking amazing, you know. Like, I almost cried a little bit, man. John's looking over, you know, he's like, all oh, fucking hope is lost, you know, we're dying right here, and then fucking Daenerys come. Yeah, the, I almost the, cried, that was amazing. The, yeah. the <laughs> was interaction awesome. between yeah. him and Tormund right there, yeah. right before yeah. they got saved, like, it's we're like, fucking fighting. like, we're fighting a losing battle, and every single one of us knows it, Yeah, yep. but you know what? Yeah. Every single one of us is gonna go down fighting. Yeah. We're, we're gonna, you know, it doesn't of, matter. Like if thing, we all though. go down, we're taking a lot of them motherfuckers yeah. with us. Dude, I, I loved it. Not the beginning of it, too, not gonna make the it fucking easy. hound yeah. man. He's like, "Oh fuck it," you know. <laughs> right. He starts yeah. to fight. Yeah, 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 just fucking just starts killing shit. You know, he, he's yeah. the first dude to go out there swinging. Yeah, fighting um, to the fucking death. You know. Yeah. The one thing though, and it's, it's not a complaint of mine. I didn't really. It didn't really bother me as much, but. It goes back to like this season of Game of Game of Thrones being the Walking Dead syndrome. Uh, Torment should have all, by all accounts, died when they were pulling him into the water. And the shit. Hound had to redeem himself yeah, somehow. Yeah, I see, he bitched just, out. Like I didn't really mm-hmm. have an issue with it, but there is a lot. Of, like I'm gonna say ninety, well, maybe not ninety, maybe eighty, seventy-five percent of the Game of Thrones fan base had a big issue with this. Like, what's Torment's purpose, or why didn't he just die? Like. Seven major characters went out here. You would expect one or two of them to die, and not a single one of them did. You know, it's it's Game of Thrones fashion for that to happen, and it didn't. It, right. That's why they're saying it's the Walking Dead effect, where no major characters' lives are no longer at risk. I, I think I don't buy it from this one example. I th- I think that they survived all this because their deaths should be more meaningful, and they should be in more of a instead of just dying to these walkers. I mean, they should die well. in a situation like take the hound for instance. He should fight. He should die fighting the mountain. He should die killing his or brother. Or, we'll get, we'll or talk about that know, later. E- either way, John's not going to die, of course, in this situation. Tormund, I don't Tormund, know about that because I mean this is it's in, yeah it's in exactly. his territory and it's it's kind of in what he's been up against, or what you would assume the the wildlings have faced you know for a long time mm-hmm. from back in season one. The wildlings got ambushed by. Uh, walkers and the the dead, but see what I think. I think it was was at the end. You know when Jon Snow doesn't get on Drogon, uh, it's because whenever Jon Snow finally does get onto a dragon, they want to make it fucking more. Majestic, it's gonna be epic, yeah. You know, so that's why they kept him off of it. But in all reality, if someone should have died, it should have been like Tormund. You yeah. know, at, at yeah. the end, yeah. it, it, he didn't get on the dragon. He was he put his he looked back at him. You know. But as you know, gave him the look of "Hey, just fucking go." You yeah, know, I got this. You know, this. Man, and that would have been that would have been a hell of a way for him to go. <clears throat> the wildling sacrificed himself. The free folk sacrificed himself for somebody that he's yeah. practically been trying to kill all his life. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and been good. that's how it should have ended. But I know because they just there's didn't, something they, more. They literally <laughs> just didn't want to put Jon Snow on a dragon yet. That's that's it. That's I, it. That's I, a, believe, I believe that's it. That's a good I, point, man. I believe the Lord of Light has a reason for everything there's a reason why they're all living all right, right. <laughs> and if we try to understand that we're not going to be able to right all right now realistically i know i know we aren't really wanting to touch down on theories yet but this is kind of an, a side theory i guess more than anything i i would not doubt it one damn bit if Tormund ends up being the leader for the wildlings 
by the yeah. by the end, like like the uh, whatever you want to call him, commander or whatever of the entire. Here he is. All the wildlings. Yeah, he already is. I, I, I but guess. not. No, but he has no other wildling in but, in, in the commander like, like group officially. You know. You know but like, yeah, he hasn't like, been crowned. Yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, they all view him as their leader or treat him as such. I mean, I guess but yeah, I but he, say it's, all it's but not crowned, an official but, yeah. thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like I think all by the crowned, end you know? of this, like the wildlings uh, need like John need Snow that, is gonna yeah, fucking you know yeah. crown Tormund as the leader right. of yeah. his own little faction. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I, I see that. I mean, I because that that only makes sense. Like because like, the, they're. But I Tor- think that's where Tor- they're going to totally go. Going to die before then, most <laughs> likely. I mean, it sucks to think of it like that, but it's fucking Game of Thrones. Beric is going to be the first one to die uh, as soon as the season starts. At the very least, so? yeah. I want Tormund to get his bone. I I want him to get it right. with Brienne. You know, I want that shit to happen. <laughs> I want him to impregnate Bar- Bar- that bitch and Bar- have a Bar- fucking Bar- child. Dude you know, I want that shit to happen be at least before he dies without any weapons. Yeah, you know. You know? Got their fucking six foot eight and fucking nine year old, you know. Right. All right. Uh, <laughs> weird. All right. So All the right, next thing, ahead. next thing I liked about this episode was the visual effects of the dragon dying. That was from the blood gushing out of it into the impact into the ice or the snow. That was fucking, like that was. They've had they've had issues with the CGI and the dragons past seasons, but this season, like we said earlier, this was the CGI work on these dragons is something very like far superior than what we've ever seen mm-hmm. and then that scene itself it's like we've seen these creatures and we've not really seen them be you know vulnerable to any any weapons or death yet and this is the first time we got to see this and it was fucking beautiful yeah. in a bad way but it was, right. it was it was it was good it was really good and it was blockbuster movie quality that was just the, that's exactly what i got the only thing how you see Rhaegon screaming and, and drogon screaming yeah. up for his fucking brother you know yeah the only thing different about that that I I feel like could have made it cooler, I guess, would have been like the the impact with the ice. Like realistically, you're like talking a, a what? A couple ton. ten, you know, ten ton dragon, depending on how big they really are. That's yeah. how high in the air. Like at the very least. He'd have hit that ice, and that shit would have gone up a hundred fucking feet. You know, you'd have been dodging chunks of ice. You know, yeah. that could potentially take you out. I feel like he would have just plowed right through the ice. Right. Mm-hmm. Big splash. Right. Yeah. It would. It yeah. could have been. It would have been awesome. You know, right. if they'd have done it like that. All right. And then the one last thing I want to say that I liked, and it's kind of odd to think about, but it's because it's an issue with everybody else. Was Uncle Benjamin out of nowhere as mm-hmm. it looks? But think about it. Last time we seen Uncle Bidgeon, he was in the haunted forest, which is just past the wall. Right. Now, mm-hmm. Danny came flying over with her dragons. You're not going to miss that. And if you're if right. you're in the forest and you see that shit happen, hop on your horse and ride and follow it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when he gets there, he's late. But he gets there just in time to save John. Coincidence, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's what I think. That's, he didn't come necessarily out of anywhere. He's just late to the party. Right. That's what I got out of it. And... <laughs> Everybody oh, else like, is like, oh, Uncle Benjamin, the hero, coming out of nowhere. No, I mean, I think what he did was he followed the dragons. It yeah. would have been. You're not going to miss that shit. Yeah, it would have been very hard for him to miss all that action going no, on. It, the problem is, is that the writing didn't display it as that. So you're kind of going off of fan fiction or a theory of disbelief or whatever. But, like. How about the theory that, you know, the Night King is. he He's able to control, for the most part, all the whites, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. I w- he's I would partially say, yeah. white 
what's what's to say that there's he doesn't have some sort of sixth sense at being a white that he knows where the the king is John's and technically and, white you know ma- a, well undead yeah, yeah, anything any, anything that's been killed and brought back to life is by terms and def- Westeros definition is a white but so he's a fucking fire white it's, yeah it's he's a, a fire white just like Barrett he's not white, decomposing either he's not a white to that standard mm-hmm. it's a different he's a different degree of a white right well it's just like Andrew, Uncle Benjamin he died but he was killed by a, by a walker partially he, he, right but, something like that yeah because the wild, they're the children of the forest. They stopped the transformation. Yes, yeah, he had died, yeah. but they stopped the transformation with the dragon glass, yeah. right? So he's dead. He's undead, but he's not a white. He wasn't infected to that point, right? Like he's partially, yeah, undead, yeah, or whatever. Well, he yeah. is. He is. He is undead. Like he right. died, but but when they sat not, him, stopped the he still process. has yeah. his full senses and everything yeah, like exactly. that like he's not a fucking undead you know yeah. he is but he's not my only con though with the scene is that uncle benjamin can't take five fucking seconds to hop back on the horse but it takes 20 seconds to wind up his roman candle thing to beat the shit out of everybody that's where my theory like, comes in what he's not they he's didn't not kill dead. him he's he's undead how do they kill him and he still got the dragon glass stuck on his chest stuck in his chest to keep him from transforming Who's to say that he's never he comes I, I bet he comes back later. Because he can't be killed. It wouldn't surprise me. He comes back later. I don't know, man. I, I, kinda, don't, I kinda wrote Uncle Cold Hands here done. No, yeah. I I will well, not he write. He kinda him got off. in that same situation before too, didn't he? When he was trying to save Bran and Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Same uh, situation. He, he gave no, them to put him on a horse. He gave them time to get it out of there. Yeah. yeah. I thought they were just in the woods and he just, you know, he sent him out, sent him sent him on. But he had to he had to fight. He still had to fight though. They were following. It didn't still. show him. It didn't show them him being. Trail. It didn't show him being taken down. But he still had to fight so they uh, could get away. I mean, I don't. Know. I don't know. I think um, Uncle Benjamin. I think Uncle Benjamin hasn't had enough attention pointed towards him. But there's so much that you don't know. Yeah. There's so much you don't know about him, and his situation is just so peculiar. Peculiar. Mm-hmm. And now that the wall's been taken down. And the walkers, the spell's been broken. The walkers can walk across the wall. Who's to say Uncle Benjamin can't? He can't now, right? uh, We're getting ready to get destroyed by thunder and and storms. Yeah, we're going to try to hurry this up. Mike, do you have anything you like from the episode? I'm going to dive into, I'm just going to speed run through a bunch of issues. Uh, I mean, we covered it. Yeah, I mean, you already know what I like. I mean, the Hound and Tormund and shit. Right. uh, right. Why don't we just finish this off with the, this episode and then next podcast we'll finish the finale and go through all of our or we go theories. through our theories next episode we can go through theories next episode I guarantee yeah, I mean, we can might, might as well do through. might as well finish the, the season okay. go you know, go discuss the season 7 and, and then yeah. theories next season yeah we'll do that or episode yeah alright so here's we'll a, back next week right. here's a couple of things that I have it's not necessarily issues they're just more questions that I don't have answers for and the the this is this episode had a lot of issues, according to you know most most of the fan base. But to me, it's more of a unanswered questions, or maybe I didn't get the answers that I thought I should have got. Um, first one being Gendry and his marathon marathon sprint is it even possible for a man that just said this is the first time he's ever seen snow. We are we are all from Indiana know that running in the winter is a whole hell of a lot different than running in the summer, and if you're not conditioned for it, you cannot do it. 
It's, it, it starts to break that like theory of believability, you know. He's, I, he's a goddamn blacksmith. He he has uh, stamina. Maybe, maybe not as that, much, dude. you know, leg stamina. Dude, swinging around a fucking warhammer all day long, and plus, it really wasn't that far of a fucking. I mean, it, it was like it was like a, a day's run. Yeah, I mean, but there's dudes that can run for fucking weeks yeah. straight. Uh, I mean, like Jake. I bet if he were to be on a slow pace, he could probably run for. 45 minutes, you know, or so. I can run longer than that. Like three hours? Depends on the pace. Uh, Yeah. I've ran a half marathon just practicing before. Right. Um, This is is more of a, seems like a poor riding point. When it came time to burn, Thoros, Tormund stupidly said, where will we get the fire, even though he's seen Beric strike his sword at least two or three times by this point? Mm -hmm. It just seemed like it was just a poor... only when Thoros has been alive, though, you know. Maybe no, Tormund thought that, you know, that was the part of the uh, fucking, I don't know, mythology of it, I guess, or like the reason. Mm. I don't know. That'd be, that'd uh, I be mean, weird. Tormund didn't know what a fucking dick was, so, I mean. <laughs> no, dude, I think he was just doing that to fuck with the hound like he was yeah. fucking with Gendry earlier. Yeah, How do you keep warm? we do with what we got, you know. I think he was just Always fucking keep with moving. Him. Yeah. Um, stupid amount of red shirt characters. I thought that was just kind of dumb. There's like five of them. Two, no, three of them got killed by the bear, and then two oh, three of three of them got killed by a bear. One, the one that was all the way out ahead of them for some. Oh, two of them got taken out, and then, and then the, the one cleric dude, one whatever tackled, you want to call him. And then, uh, you know, I guess it was two by the bear, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't really yeah, consider the last. I don't really consider the cleric to be a red shirt because he's been no. in past episodes. No, I mean, yeah, no, no, like no, the no, bear took out of. two of them, and then and two then, more and then during the, the battle yeah, on the rock. On the ice. Right, yeah, so four, I guess overall. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just odd amount. Um, John stupidly running further and further away from the escape car. Drogon, the escape car that happened to be a big ass fire breathing dragon who could fuck shit up. But I sort of get being like an escort within a perimeter but he yeah. didn't have to keep marching out but going back to what you said they want him to get on a dragon to be more what'd you say uh, magical or some uh, shit magnificent yeah magnificent yeah. so I, I I can go with that um, <laughs> the uh, the stupid fucking throw to kill Viserion is so fucking dumb but it goes back to what I said to you guys when we were texting I think he did it on a, as an intentional but then it don't make sense so he, he throws it and hits Viserion because he knows Viserion based on project, uh, whatever. Trajectory. Yeah, when he would fall, he would be away from Drogon, be away from any chance of Jon saying burn the body. That's my idea behind it. It's stupid <laughs> even though because he could have hit Drogon and then he could have showed off to the other white walkers his uh, magical javelin 300-foot missile that he could throw and hit the flying moving target. But he had the biggest one sitting right in front of him. He could have got two if he was so badass at it. But he didn't. So it just had it. See, I don't know, man. It's so fucking, it's so complicated. To it's just, just the like way. Over this up, you can over argue that. it. You can argue it back and back forth. Back and forth for hours. But it's just the way it was wrote. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can argue it. You can argue it all you want. Yeah. John is under the water and or under the ice a considerable amount of time. Now think about this, because it doesn't, it, it's cut to look like it's only seconds. Mm-hmm. But by the time he comes out of the surface of the water, there's only about 15 whites left of like that army that's there. And there's thousands of them. Think about moving a crowded facility, a venue, uh, after a concert, trying to move that many people out. It takes minutes. 
and he's on there long enough because the writers they asked the writer of the or the the producer of the episode did Longclaw's eyes open up he said no that wasn't that wasn't intentional so what I think it was is it was the frost on it the frost on the eyes symbolized how long he's underneath the water the frost on the eyes to you know to happen because when he comes up and he hits his hand water splashes onto him and his eyes don't open if you watch like I mm. I watch the shit over and over today his hand comes up and he smacks the surface of the ice water splashes onto the head of Longclaw which goes over the eyes which makes it look like the eyes open yeah I think it was but just it was a just reflection frost. Yeah. It, was, it was the frost on the eyes and when they got wet they unf- you know whatever but he was under there a long amount of time so it almost makes the question can he fucking die or I mean of course he can probably die if he got his head cut off or whatever but he was under there forever and if he didn't die from that, coming out of that shit, hyperthermia is going to kick in. You're fucking dead. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same situation as, like, uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, he's he's probably as or high, probably. I mean, even though I said, I know, I want it to be Jamie, but. It's hard telling you know. because, I mean, they could have they been just over the fucking hill when he came out of that water. Well, and, and, and he, even he, then, he really wasn't that far away from him either. Because after he gets up, you basically see the whole horde just through the fog, you know. And, and that's when Benjamin comes. Yeah, I mean, but they they were still they got that many people marching away. Yeah, how many? Like, how, many how many did they? Away. I mean, and they move with the hive mind, so it's. I mean, I would say he's under, he was underneath that water a good. 10, 15 minutes at uh, least. That's debatable about that. I mean, say, well, the I'm thinking thing's debatable, but if, like if if I were to give a guesstimate, I would say probably three to four minutes. Yeah. And as far as John's physical conditioning, he can hold his breath for three to four minutes. I'd put Ice money on it. A whole lot different it, than it, regular water. It really it comes down to can his body withstand three to four minutes worth of twenty degree water, you know. And you got to think about how many walkers would actually be near him after those dragons came through and destroyed half of that ice cap on that river or on that yeah. lake. Still, it's questionable. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing's questionable. We're splitting hairs here, boys. Come on <laughs> yeah. now. We're splitting hairs. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's it for that episode. And we already pretty much went over a lot of shit from the season finale. I mean, Littlefinger gets killed. I didn't have an issue with it. Um, it was necessary, I, I think. I saw more blood splatter. It was the perfect first cut for her to take his face. Yeah. Um, right. I've always loved you. That actually leads me to another theory. If that were to happen, what's to say Arya doesn't take over the veil as is fucking Littlefinger? Uh, I mean, the Lord Commander of the Veil is right there. I mean, he would know. But he and, did like, not. All the veil soldiers in there. Yeah, but he and all he. The veil soldiers are there for Santa anyway. I mean, yeah, yeah they were there for they were there for Sansa, the, whatever he was, but they're there for mainly Sansa. Yeah, he was. What? Yeah, Littlefinger is dead. Ro- Robin Aaron is still alive. Yeah, like the the leader of the Vale. Yeah, he's still oh, alive yeah. in is Winterfell, he? I think. Or or uh, no, not in Winterfell. He's still, he's still up in Erie. But yeah, I mean, he, he's still is. alive. So I mean, they're loyal. To uh, Sansa. Do you think it would be a possibility that with their loyalty towards Sansa, they would be okay with Arya taking over the Vale? Like, legitimately? Maybe. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like they're... Well, yeah, they're I feel like Arya wants to be a fucking... No, I don't think leader. so either, but... You, 
I think Arya has her own Never objectives. Know. They've yeah. already, oh, yeah. of course, she does. We all know she. Yeah, does, you know right? she does. Well, they're bending. They're they're bending the knee to John. You know, regardless, and she's the Lady of Winterfell. So, yeah, they're bending the knee to her, and I, Arya is right there, second in command. Why not? Right. So, yeah, Arya is. Who's going to lead the armies of the Vale at this point? Is it like going to be said, a random? She, she doesn't pass sentence. She's just executioner. Yep. Yeah. I mean, she's going to be part of the war council. I bet. Just, you know, espionage part. Most likely, I think, when you're talking about, like, end result, I think Sansa's probably going to end up being the leader for the Vale after after everything's said and done, if Mm. Jon takes Winterfell again. I will say this season finale was a good way to end the season. It was was everything that I kind of, I guess, wanted. It gave you a lot of conclusions, but a lot of hangs, too. Good cliffhanger with the wall coming down, you know, what's to come now. Um, Tormund and Beric, they're not dead. They're... That's, that's, there's no fucking way. Plus, I'm pretty sure Torment has a contract for season eight um, for a couple of episodes. I'm pretty sure. I don't know this for a fact. I thought I read it or heard it somewhere. Um, Barrick, on the other hand, I'm not sure what, if what's going on with him. I thought it said uh, maybe I did read it or maybe I heard it, but one of them, one of them is confirmed on contractual obligations for season eight. Um, the other one is maybe in a contractual conflict, so it could it's up in the air or something. I'm not maybe maybe I'm I don't know. You don't pay me enough. I got something. I know we're not going over theories, but I'm gonna tell you this: just leave everyone hanging with something. Right. This is my fucking ultimate theory of it. We don't have to discuss it or anything, but I just feel like it's necessary. To oh, it's gonna get discussed. I think <laughs> Daenerys, you know, she's gonna be given childbirth. Uh, because that much time passes, because a lot of time has been passing, you know, very, very quickly now. Uh, when the Night King ends up attacking, like, the final place, or the big final battle rides. Give me King's Landing. Yeah, John is yeah. going to ride Drogon into battle. Just John's going to ride Drogon into the battle, <laughs> because Daenerys is giving childbirth. Bran's going to warg into Rhaegal, you know, and then they fight the Night King together. And then Daenerys hmm. is going to die after the battle. Like die, you know, during childbirth after the fucking battle. She's gonna die fucking during childbirth, man. Man, I'm calling it right now. I said that shit like two weeks ago when we were texting each other about it, but now I'm like kind of on this thing. If she still has all the prophecies to live by, and her prophecy is still played out, her for the most prophecies, a lot of it's already been completed. What happens if she fucking gives childbirth and is like, "Fuck this shit, I'm going out to fight," and and it happened. Her what? What's the other dragon? Rhaegal. Rhaegal. Okay, yeah. so what happens if fucking John gets Rhaegal? She gets she gets on Drogon. They have a fucking song of fire and fucking ice. Jon Snow and fucking Daenerys taking out the Night King in yeah, a fucking that, dragon cool, battle. Not, what about Bran warging into the? What about Bran warging into the Syrian and fucking the Night King up? Yeah, that ain't gonna I happen. don't think I he's know. that powerful. <laughs> yeah, not, there'd be a not lot yet, of magic, I think, much, that he would... He's fucking been able to control a whole murder of crows and yeah, almost half and a continent away. Yeah, and then as soon as motherfucking yeah. the Night King looks at him, they all burst the into Night fucking... Night King has 8,000 years of experience. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> I mean, there's no way that well, motherfucking know, Bran's gonna overpower, you know, the Night King. I was just fucking... I was just like, a stupid theory I read. I don't, I don't believe it. I ain't buying into it. But, I just wanted to pitch yeah, shit. Yeah, Daenerys <laughs> is gonna die during travel. Not to mention a crow is a lot Jorah and John are gonna have sex Jorah and John are gonna have sex. Yeah, and then Jorah's gonna raise Daenerys' baby. You know. Mm. Oh man, I don't know about all that, but <laughs> we'll talk about that and more on the next <laughs> week's episode. Yeah, man, but there's a lot of theories to go over, a lot of shit to discuss. But next week we are gonna be doing a it. 
coverage. I don't know if we're going to get to the Game of Thrones coverages next week. It's going to probably all be all be it and um, <laughs> anything else after that. Uh, You'll float too. You'll float we'll too. probably do about three episodes in a week in a row here. We're going to do this one, then one next week, and then one the week following to go over all the theories and Game of Thrones wrap up. Get ready for what the fuck is happening. Uh, spinoffs and when when season eight's going to air and all the other bullshit. Uh, yeah, man, there's a lot of theories, a lot, lot of stuff to go over. But mm-hmm. We got to wrap this up. It's getting fucking nasty out. Yep. So uh, yeah, until next time. See ya. <laughs> Let's get into this shit. Hold on. Why are we gonna fucking hold on? Because we gotta say our goddamn name. Mike's, Mike's got it. He's ready to go for this shit. <laughs> I came up with his name because I fucking I, I I already know who's gonna win. Jamie. You know. Man. Hold on. Two handed Jamie. Two handed Jamie's just better at beating off dudes. You know. <laughs> what the no, fuck? I. I know exactly what Mike's going to say. Dario, because he's a badass. And I want to jump on his dick. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, man. Like, I, I know. I already know. It's like, I wonder if uh, I wonder if the fucking, you know, carpet matches the drapes. Right. You know, he's got blue hair in the books. I wonder if he has a fucking big old blue bush. <laughs> you know, because he's like an Indian dude. You know, got one of them big ones. Right. <laughs> like, like, Big old blue hair coming out of his chest and it's like he has fucking dreads on his wiener. It's like you braided and everything. Yeah, you got a cape you know? on, you know. God damn it. I'm putting that shit at the end of the episode. That's right. That's, that's <laughs> Extra. Yeah, dude, that's definitely gonna be on there. All right, hold on.